Welcome to the Managing the Smart Mind podcast with your host, Coach Kramer. This is Episode 8, Decision-Making, Part 2. This week, we're diving into something my clients ask about all the time, decision-making. And because this is such a big topic, I've spread it out over two episodes. In this second episode, Decision-Making Part 2, I'll show you how to make sure you make the right decision always. Sound good, right? (laughs) But if you haven't listened to the first Decision-Making episode yet... Do that first. Do not proceed. Stop playing this episode. Instead, start with episode number seven, in which I show you all the smart ways in which your brain tries to block you from making decisions and how to fix that. Now, if you have listened to episode seven, you know how your brain tries to stop you from making decisions, especially if they're hard. But in addition to those blocks, there is one overarching fear we have when making decisions, especially bigger ones. And it is losing at the game of life. We're convinced that if we don't make the right decision, if we don't pick the right door, the one with the car behind it, which, by the way, reminds me of how much I hated probability when I was doing maths, that If we get it wrong, we'll end up losing everything. And this underlying belief is built on at least two flawed assumptions. So let's pick them apart one by one. The first one is that there is a right answer to the question, which is the best decision to make? Yeah, that's an assumption. (laughs) And... It's flawed. The second one is, once you have made a decision, you are powerless when it comes to influencing the result of your decision. Now let's start with the last one. The idea that once you have made a decision, the die is cast. Or alia yakta est, as Julius Caesar reportedly said after crossing the Rubicon. The wheels are set in motion and all you can do is hope for the best. Fingers crossed, maybe close your eyes and just, you know, wait it out. This is not a very useful way of looking at decision making. It turns you into a helpless victim, which is never my preferred role. And it also completely disregards the fact that after that specific decision, even if it is humongous, there will be many more decisions to take that will influence the outcome. Let's look at an example. Let's say you decide to buy a house. And let's say a year later, housing prices plummet. Does that make your decision to buy a house bad? Not at all. Of course, you can make it a bad decision, by constantly reminding yourself that if you had waited a year, you could have bought a house like this for half the price or double the house at the same price. Nice, right? 
Hmm. Yeah, but probably not even true, especially if you're also selling. But okay, let's humor your brain a bit and go with that thought. Even if that were true, would that make your decision bad? No. If you had a lovely year in a house you really like, why would you start telling yourself you've made the wrong decision? You're just using the wrong yardstick to measure success. It's not the housing prices that determine whether it was a great idea to buy the house. Here's another example. You decided to marry the guy or girl, depending on your preference. Things didn't work out. You're now divorced. Was it a bad decision to marry? Well, you can certainly think so. And you may even find many reasons to support your conviction that it was a very bad decision. But if you create a little bit more space in your mind you also find the reasons why it was a good thing that you married this human. Can you see all the positive things that came out of your marriage and your divorce? You made a decision. You made some more decisions. Now you have a result. That's it. It's not good, not bad. It's just information. And this takes us back to false assumption number one. That there is a right decision to be made and all you need to do is figure out which one it is. And then the angels will sing and it will all be extremely fun and easy from here on out. If only. (laughs) A decision is just the first step on a path that may or may not take you to where you intend to go. It may be the right path to your desired destination, but hey. Maybe an asteroid will fall on you halfway there. Did you then make the wrong decision or the right one, but you got unlucky? How could you even answer that question? There is simply no way of knowing what was the right decision to make. So instead of endlessly thinking about a decision you have to make, I'm wondering which is the right one. I want you to stop fretting and start deciding. And to make that easier, there's one more thing that you can do. You can make all your decisions right. Yep, (laughs) you heard that right. You can simply decide that you made the right, the perfect decision. Because... Since there's no way of knowing how things could have gone, why not decide that they played out in the best possible way? Why would you choose to think that? Well, it's actually quite simple. Because it feels so much better than beating yourself up for something you decided 10 years ago. Your brain may buckle at this, but it is a skill you need to practice. You can decide to love all your decisions and make them work for you in the best possible way. A fun way to practice this is actually start with decisions you made in the past that you now think you regret. Instead of listing all the reasons why the ex, the job, 
the move to a different country, the degree, the investment, etc., etc., were a very bad idea? Ask yourself, why was this the best thing that could have ever happened to me? I'm going to say that again because your brain is not going to want to hear it. Why was this the best thing that could have ever happened to me? And if this overarching question is a bit much to stomach right now, you can ease into this process using some of these questions. For example, how did this make me grow? What have I learned? How has this changed the tra trajectory of my life in a positive way? How is this for me? Now, your brain will want to rebel and go back to doing what it's used to, finding all the negatives. Give it a friendly pat on the head, say, I know you're very good at this already. Let's try this new thing. And then redirect it back to the positive outcomes of your so-called mistake. I'm serious. Please try this, even if just once. You can start with something small, like never asking out that girl in college you really, really, really liked. And then you can work your way to bigger things that bother you about your past. Things you didn't do or say or buy. Things you did do or say or buy. Why were they the best decision in that moment for you? And once you've trained your capacity to always love your decisions and hence love yourself in the past, you can start using it in the present. Whenever you make a decision, decide ahead of time that this was the best possible decision you could ever have made. Love it. Be delighted with it. Think it's amazing. And the funny thing is, then your brain will go and find proof that it was, in fact, the best thing ever. It may even create the proof, just like it has done for your past decisions. Rewiring our thinking about decision-making, whether in our past, present, or future, is one of the very fun things I do with my clients, and it is life-changing. If this is something you want to start doing too, I can help you. Reach out via my website, coachkramer.org, or send me a message on LinkedIn. And if there is a specific topic you'd love to see covered on this podcast or someone you'd love to see interviewed, please let me know on podcast at elsacramer.com. Last but not least, if you liked this episode, make the decision now to leave a review so more people can find it and learn to manage their smart mind. Have fun making those decisions. And I'll see you in the next episode. Bye. smart human. You're probably listening to this podcast because you want to learn how to manage that smart mind of yours. 
And the first step is actually getting your bearings, doing a little brain audit. And I have the perfect tool for that, the Mapping Your Unique Brain Workbook. And you can actually download it for free at www.coachkramer.org slash brain map. So that's coachkramer.org slash brain map. Go check it out and play with it and take your first step to managing your smart mind. Mm-hmm.